0: Hey there, my name is Lexi, and thank you so much for joining me today for a read-along. If you would like to hear more stories and more book reviews, please make sure you follow me on Instagram and YouTube and Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Lexi Quotes. Instagram is at Lexi L-E-X-C-Q-U-O-T-E-S. YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts are the same. You can find me at Lexi Quotes. Today, we'll be reading chapter two of Unbothered, The Power of Choosing Joy by Omarion. Being afraid of something doesn't make you weak. It means you're human and capable of feeling all the feelings that come along with being a soul in a body. When I look at what activates my fear response, it's usually things I don't fully understand. At times, we will fear what we don't know and what we can't control. But I like to tell my daughter when she's afraid of the dark, just because you can't see it doesn't mean you have to fear it. If you allow it, fear can be paralyzing, so much so that we do our best to avoid the things that blind us from seeing the truth behind the fear. I believe that turning toward the moments in life that make us want to flee is where we find a more in-depth understanding of ourselves, purpose, and the ability to expand. Welcoming what may be intimidating makes room in our life for practicing self-control and acceptance. I often tell my children that fear is an illusion And with that comes an opportunity for growth and a spirit of inquiry. Why is this frightening? How can I make this productive instead of being paralyzed by the unknown? As I learn more about myself and others, it's clear that the information on the other side of fear is more important than fear itself. Trusting this, I found a deeper sense of confidence and strength. Affirmations for fear. Read these out loud in a seated position. This feeling will pass. I am capable of moving through this. My fear can teach me something. I am being of love and strength. What it means to me. I believe that words mean things. They can carry us through or break us down. Hope we speak to ourselves can be the deciding factor in how we go about our days and lives. Positive affirmations remind me that I am in control of my life and that I have the power and ability to live prosperously. Remembering my power is sacred makes room for me to grow when I forget my potential. We all have off days and we have to remember to count on ourselves to be a nourishing source of support. Reader reflection. What positive I am statements can you say out loud that will help you feel good about yourself and better throughout your day? Write them down and keep them where you can easily see them. Whenever you need a pick me up, Read your affirmations out loud and remember who you are and who you want to be. As I've grown in my career, one of the most significant takeaways I've kept close is that fear can not only stop us in our tracks, but also cause us to stay there. Being stagnant isn't an option for me because fear breeds laziness if you allow it. Laziness is a grave where brilliant ideas die. Give yourself permission to kill procrastination with action. Letting fear get in the way of the end goal doesn't serve us in the long run. It's easier to quit than it is to press forward. We cannot grow if our minds are operating in a paralyzed state. Being emotionally flexible, even when I've been apprehensive, is where I find my absolute power. The only thing we can do when greeted with fear is to face it. That will push us closer to our purpose and prepare us for abundance and perseverance. My inner voice reminds me to question the things I'm fearful of. It's in the moments of self-reflection when I ask myself, why won't you do that? Why are you hesitating? Standing up for yourself in your journey is vital. If you allow it, fear will trick you out of trying. Life requires us to find solutions and remedies that work in tandem with our mission to become our best selves. If we quit because something scares us, that will be the ultimate defeat. Pressing forward through fear and uncertainty can motivate us in new ways and encourage an authentic relationship with the things that we struggle with the most. This has helped me articulate my position in life And it also helps me figure out what obstacles are trying to teach me more often than not we are in our own way i've been there digging deep and being honest with ourselves is a key component of the self-awareness we're born to unlock in this life we are never without a test even if that test is facing ourselves and trusting that we can make a way out of no way when i first got into the music industry i was signed to a record label i was 16 years old and had to deal with sony epic records Before we got signed as B2K, I clearly remember going to audition for L.A. Reid. LaFace Records represented some really hot artists at that time, from Pink to Usher. We had seen major labels already, all of whom passed on signing us, but this was one we admired and felt connected to. So when we got the call to get on a plane and go to Atlanta for the first time, we knew for sure we were about to get signed. We rehearsed our dance moves and showcased performance, tirelessly waiting for our moment. In our minds, the deal was done. This wasn't our first showcase. We were ready and we brought our confidence to the room as always. Nothing scared us. We were fearless and ready to show up. If practice makes perfect, we were damn near perfect. Our game faces were on and we went on to that audition to shut shit down. We were ready to secure what we knew was meant for us. The face records passed on us. It was disappointing, but we knew giving up wasn't an option. We had to keep going, so we did. Up until that point, none of the labels knew what to do with us. In that era of the new millennium, there were no black boy groups like B2K. There wasn't a formula for us. We were different on every level and required an entirely new blueprint. Having a label that was excited for us to represent their company in the music business was a key to our success. We needed people to believe in us just as much as we believed in ourselves. Over the years, I learned the importance of patience and paying attention to what matters most. As a performer, there's a lot of waiting and preparation before the seeds we sow start taking root and bearing fruit. Being turned down by LaFace Records after being turned down by so many others before was a test of patience and ultimately perseverance. There was one more record company to see, Sony Epic Records. This was our last chance to get a deal. Management shared with our parents that the Sony Epic Showcase would be the last before moving on from the group. It was made clear that if Sony didn't sign us, That would be the end of the road. The pressure was on. We had to get this deal. There was no other option. The guys and I ended up performing at the Sony Los Angeles office and that audition ended up being the one to send us to New York for yet another showcase. Polly Anthony, Dave McPherson, Max Gauss, and so many other important people were in attendance. We had on our superstar uniforms, denim from head to toe. We were ready to give it all we had and we did. We got the deal. This was our moment, but the work was far from over. Preparing for our debut album was thrilling. Life was moving so fast and we were so young, eager to entertain. We recorded in big cities known for being interwoven within the heart of music. We traveled to places like New York and Atlanta to record with Tricky Stewart, The Dream and other iconic producers for our breakout hit and self-titled album. B2K was embarking on boy band history we were ready to take over the world and be the absolute best to ever do it. I learned a lot about being an individual in a group during this time. The biggest takeaway highlights the beauty of togetherness, even when operating individually. I learned so much about my distinctiveness in B2K. Wherever I go, even all these years later, I remember that no matter where I am or who I'm with, I have to stay committed to being my true self. If you don't have a destination, you can really get lost. Pay attention to your environment, energy, and path. When I transitioned to being a solo artist, the music business was changing in big ways around that time. My album, 21, debuted at number one on the US Billboard charts, selling over 100,000 copies in its first week. I finally started to feel like I was aligned with my work and surrounded by people who truly wanted the best for me. Donnie Einer, Lisa Ellis, and Kawan Prather were invested in my success on a new level. They believed in my growth as an artist. But then, everyone I had been working with and who was in my corner started leaving or getting fired. It felt like my champions were dwindling, one by one. I couldn't help but be a little afraid about what the future held for me. I had a hit album with 21, but the next steps were hazy since the people who helped make it happen were leaving the label. I reminded myself that I was built for this. I had grown to know patience and trust extremely well, and still the unknown felt intimidating. With everyone leaving, I knew that I needed to get out of that deal. Everything I worked so hard for was in jeopardy. Going independent felt like the next thing to explore. Embarking on my independence was exciting and gave me more responsibility for my craft. Even though I didn't know what was next, moving forward into this chapter of my life was necessary and unavoidable. I couldn't let the fear of the unknown stop me from creating my legacy. So even through the fog of not knowing, I still felt like there was something designed just for me and within my control as an artist and entertainer. Energy check, fear. What's your earliest memory of fear? What was your parents' relationship with fear? Do you fear change? Are you willing to overcome your fears to accomplish something great? Do you fear the truth? Failure comes with success. We have to do both at some point to know what they feel like. Just like we can't truly know joy if we aren't acquainted with pain. Being scared to fail shrinks our ability to fully live and truly love. If you're too scared to try, you'll stay stuck and unable to move forward and level up. What I am continually learning on my journey is that I can use fear to charge myself up and it allows me to access my highest self despite not knowing what's next. When I was a kid, I remember the fearlessness I had. I taught myself how to backflip at a very young age, off fences, park benches, cars, you name it, without any hesitation or care in the world. I just did it. There are moments in my adulthood when I realize that I'm not that kid anymore. My maturity as a man and role as a father makes me more aware of the risks that come with being fearless. Now more than ever, both personally and professionally, I find myself facing fear in new ways and looking at it through a different lens. For example, I used to obsess over the outcome of certain situations. And now I realize and accept that things will be how they will be. There's no use obsessing over what cannot be changed. And acceptance has taught me that you can always dust yourself off and try again. Not being scared of the outcomes allows me to be fully present and in the moment. Learning something new can be terrifying. You don't know what to expect. Fear can either make you back down or encourage you to face your obstacles head on. What I've realized is that in order for me to have an impact through my work, I have to exercise my ability to push through and show up no matter what's standing in front of me. It's in these moments that I'm reminded of the bravery I had as a kid doing flips and tricks off anything I could. Resilience is born from the moments that frighten us. There is power in being flexible with our fears and trusting that a lesson can emerge through it. My experiences have had a profound effect on me. And one thing that I realized is what I want to accomplish in business. I had to step back and realize the kinds of players that I was on the team with, that there's a good side and a bad side. The good side is that I could maintain my joy and relationship with my creativity as an artist. Many people don't realize that if your life isn't going well, It's tough to create. Creativity will escape us when we aren't happy with ourselves in life. I've always maintained a level of clarity and a great relationship with creativity. It's covered me throughout my whole experience. It had so much of an effect on me that, you know, my business was being neglected. That was the wrong aspect of it. And it taught me a lot about starting where I was when it was time to learn to do things differently. I was working and being represented by people who I thought had my best interest at heart, but they didn't. I had to step back and realize what kind of work was ahead when I embarked on my own. I had to think a lot about what kinds of people would represent me and my vision going forward. Learning the hard way helped mold where I am today with my brand. I figured out how to be all encompassing as a man, as a creative, as a human being who has this unique life experience and who is dedicated to contributing to the world. My goal in life is to create joy for myself and my family It's been imperative with all my experiences that I've been able to step back and recognize what a great support system looks like and what it means to be surrounded by people who aren't just doing things for their own best interest. We are all a part of this shared experience. It's so much more beneficial to keep yourself and others in mind. This is a far-reaching benefit. It creates a better place for a beautiful experience. Every decision that we make in life is linked to an outcome. The greatest lesson fear has presented to me is the ability to confront and question its presence in my life. There are certain experiences that I had to let go of to move past the hesitancy of beginning again. Learning how to start from scratch required me to let go of my old ways and reintroduce myself to a better way of living, eating, and being physically active. While this may seem to be a mundane example, learning to release the unhealthy habits I picked up so that I could relearn new ones took bravery, dedication, and commitment to pursuing the unknown, which can feel daunting to anyone. When we conquer our fears, valuable information is displayed that helps us become more confident in who we are and what we're called to do in life. I am also constantly mindful to not allow my fear to guide my footsteps, but instead to let it lead the way to a deeper understanding of myself and my experiences, past and present, and the endless possibilities that stand before me when I show up bravely. If I let fear become a distraction, I will miss out on opportunities to grow. Growth is always the goal. If we can find the courage to greet our fear as a teacher, we can shift our perspective. We can then take what we learn and support other people on their journey to becoming their best. My highest self emerges to take on any challenge that fear presents. Because I didn't have anyone walking me into this knowledge, the best knowledge I could get was my experience. In learning that along the way, I found out how to identify the missing pieces in my life. That's a wonderful thing. And it's gotten me to this point now. If you can see enough to get the lesson, you can continue being happy in your experience. So many things in life are situational, but they're also preparing us for the next level or higher growth. Even with everything I've gone through in my life, I never allow anybody to rattle my cage. During my process, I've stayed confident in my work nothing can convince me that my work is not purposeful. My greatest lessons come from not quitting and always believing in the possibility of evolving. If you're prepared for everything, nothing can surprise you. Do your due diligence and make sure you understand your commitments contractually. Learn every aspect of your business and make it a point to know. Trust the process. Doubt and fear kill dreams and courage. Trust your gut. In times of feeling uncertain, I remembered all that i've already accomplished in life the goal isn't to do things perfectly it's to grow and expand what you're capable of this is the key to not letting fear dominate our thoughts and actions it's a marathon not a sprint and i will continue to pace myself growing can be rewarding and painful at the same time but this is the magic of emotions and the very fabric of great art i have found that there is a fear paradox fear fuels my ability to be fearless. It's almost like a friendship of sorts, one that holds me accountable and requires my hard work and effort. Having a past is what creates history. What is meant for you and your life, no one can have or take away. I've always been proud of everything that I've done creatively. Rarely do I think twice about presenting my art to people. This is what I was born to do. I believe that with all my heart. I have great confidence in what I do which I think sets me apart from many people. I don't second guess myself and I'm not scared of showing up as my whole self. Sharing my craft, even in such a dog eat dog industry, hasn't instilled much fear in me. Still, it has made me more curious about perfecting my art. Such is the fear paradox. When thinking about fear, I think about fearlessness. I'm excited by things I know little about. My relationship with fear is healthy and has to be entertained because that is how I learn, grow, and become better. As I think about fear and how it leads me to deeper curiosity, I am reminded that it's a mirror. It's confirmation within our own selves to be open to whatever shows up at our door. Some days I feel like it's a constant attraction to becoming my higher self. What I've learned over the years is to question everything. If I make a decision, what will happen? I think we all need to be more serious about this about teaching ourselves how to face fear and press forward. I didn't grow up with meaningful examples or male role models on how to do this. From a young age, I had to move through the world as my own teacher, fending for myself, so learning on my own became second nature. I became extremely confident and grew comfortable with curiosity. To this day, I believe on a granular level that the things that call me are meant for me. Whatever arrives at my door is a teacher and I am always open to learning. I am constantly asking myself, where am I being led and why I don't turn away from fear because I know there is a lesson, something I can take away from moments of anxiety or uncertainty. I have to credit my mom for giving me the space to explore things. I don't turn away from fear because I know there is a lesson, something I can take away from moments of anxiety or uncertainty, having the freedom to explore the world around me. So freely built a relationship with fear that made me fearless my mom instilled in me that there was nothing I couldn't do that set the tone for bravery and perseverance in my childhood. I believe fearlessness stems from the confidence that parents display. My mom is the most fearless person I know. She led by example and that translated into how I move through the world. So even without a father figure, I felt prepared for the world and the experiences I would encounter to this day. There's not much that I'm scared of or think that I can't handle. I'm always ready to take the risk and ask hard questions to uncover my why. It's in that discovery that my curiosity leads me to the many lessons of life. Sometimes we all have to find out the hard way. I've encountered the good, the bad, the different, and the challenging. I've seen that being curious is really what you make it. Suppose you pay close attention to all that is presenting itself and you have the ability to befriend awareness. You'll be able to see who you are and why you're connected with the things around you. Our life and the obstacles that rear their head are reflections of what we need to learn. They remind us where we need to grow and become better. Being scared of that won't change the truth. Being curious will deepen our inner wisdom and remind us of our divine power. Not having a male role model to teach me how to be a man wasn't an excuse for me to not show up and do the work in my life. I refused to make it one. I became the role model I didn't have. At a certain point, I had to find the courage and look at my life. Even if I did have a father figure or a mentor, I would have still had to decipher what lessons to keep or discard. I would have had to learn what it meant to stand on my own, face my fears and uncover my truths. I was willing, even without guidance, to accept what called me. It was my responsibility to listen to what the universe was presenting to me. Everything we come up against in life, no matter our circumstances, can be a reflection of who we are. Being honest with ourselves will change the game and the healing at hand. Curiosity can and will educate you. It has taught me how to get to know myself on a deeper level in my personal life. When I've been faced with moments of fear, I've also discovered moments of clarity. This is how I learned many lessons through life, even without someone leading the way. There will be moments when we are all we have. Some of us grow to understand this earlier than others. Some of us are meant to learn alone. It's in that solitude and solo exploration that we find our true selves. We all, at some point in our lives, have to do something for ourselves as an individual and as human beings. We won't always be inspired or led by someone else. Many paths will require us to journey without a guide, but with self-trust and belief in hand. This takeaway has made me feel whole and brave. It's taught me that in fear, there is fearlessness. I value the world and its lessons in a big way because of the gift of knowledge. Fear has taught me how to be brave and how to step into my power. Om, A sacred Hindu and Tibetan Hinduism symbol. Sound, 432 hertz frequency, AUM. What it means. As a musician, the frequency of chanting Aum a sacred sound in Hinduism and Tibetan Buddhism, elevates my understanding on a deeper level and brings me closer to the present moment of being alive. It reminds me that my body is a tool and a source of divine power. Aum or Aum is said to signify the spirit of ultimate reality and consciousness. Aum is traditionally used at the start and finish of meditation and is known to some as the original sound of the universe. This deeply powerful vibration four hundred thirty two hertz plays an important role in the cycle of life and it supports me in recentering during my meditation practice. Alm is a syllable that can be chanted individually or in a group. Its vibration is grounding and cleansing to the mind, body, and spirit. It's something you can tangibly feel, it's not just a word, it's an action. Reader reflection. Take a moment to pause and breathe, drop your shoulders, unclench your jaw, close your eyes, or focus on something in front of you. When you feel ready, take a deep breath in. On the exhale, release the sound, Um, until you can't any longer. Tune into your body before and after this practice. Take note of how you feel at the start and how you feel at the end. Write it down, reflect, and find space in your daily life for this sacred and grounding practice. Fear Meditation. I am not perfect. I celebrate my patience. I gain strength, courage, and confidence when I face my fears. I respond thoughtfully to negativity. I do not react. I breathe. I am open to greater possibilities. I become stronger in the face of doubt. I can overcome anxiety and fear by controlling my breathing. I breathe. I trust that my choices grant me peace. I am open to the changes that will greet me on this path. I accept the lessons and the divine timing. I breathe. Affirmations for Strength. Read these out loud in a seated position. My mind is sound and strong. My heart is open and filled with love. My body is working in my favor. My inner strength is abundant. I am mentally and physically strong. What it means to me. Trusting my inner strength reminds me to stand in my power. It's an invitation to keep my mind sound and strong. These words are pillars to my life. I am constantly reminded that my body is working in my favor and in harmony with my inner strength. It's important for me to keep in mind that I am mentally and physically strong, even through moments of adversity. READER reflection. List your strengths in your journal and reread them daily. Positive affirmation is essential and this will serve as a reminder to not doubt how resilient and capable you are. Five acts of joy, self-expression. As you read through this book, I want you to think about your five acts of joy. Below are some practices that I deeply resonate with. They keep me grounded and remind me to come back to the center when I'm feeling off. As an entertainer, father, and businessman, it can be easy to get thrown off track. I have a lot on my plate, so I must stay intentional about reconnecting with my joy, my body, and my energetic practices. It's important that we all carve out the time to get in touch with ourselves and our happiness. Making sure that I stay rooted and in touch with myself is not only a daily practice, but a spiritual one. Being a man of color and a single father, it's essential to actively take care of myself and intentionally tap into what I need. I am grateful that my breath and movement are free. There are so many people in the world who cannot say the same making music singing and journaling are reminders of my power to access my true and highest self all of these acts of joy make room for me to be deeply curious about my life myself and the imprint i'm leaving behind i'd like to encourage you to tap into the things and practices that allow you to feel fully and truly connected to yourself and your bliss This is your permission to get curious about everything you may have been putting aside or avoiding joy is our birthright. Rest and recalibration are two. The goal is to create a list of things that also allows you to create consistency and spiritual accessibility in your life. No one can do this hard work for us. It is up to us and us alone to name the things that give us the freedom to self-reflect self-express. And self-correct breath work breath is life in intense moments breathing helps me take the necessary steps to recenter calm down and bring awareness back to my body as an artist it reminds me to expand release and project intentional breathing also allows me to access more positive energy through laughter and to be mindful about the peaks and valleys in my life movement Having a relationship with music reminds me to find joy in dance and body movement. From being in the studio to the gym to riding my bike, being in motion shapes gratitude in my life and makes room for me to let go and be in tune with the moment. Singing. Singing is praise. In my life, it's a joyful expression that allows me to emotionally share myself and my energy. Words have power and music activates energy in those who listen. It is the universal language of togetherness. Writing. Writing acts as a mirror in my life. It allows me to be in touch with myself no matter what I am going through. I use it as a way to express my thoughts and feelings and to reflect. Piano. This instrument is therapeutic for me and inspires me to focus. I didn't think I would grow to have such a close relationship with the piano, but it serves as a place of peace for me. Playing reminds me that there is joy through music without words. Energy check. Journal prompts. Make a list of your five acts of joy. Reflect on how you can practice daily joy in your life. (laughs) So with this particular chapter... Omarion is obviously talking about fear, right? How do I feel about this chapter? Um, Oops, sorry about that. I really want to take some time to go through this ending prompt. And that ending prompt is make a list of your five acts of joy. Reflect on how you can practice daily in your life. And there was another exercise he had in here to where like you list off what you're afraid of. And... What he's saying in this is actually something that i believe in doing as well i just did a lex chat where i talked about how i would have negative thoughts and one of the practices that i would do one of the exercises i would do is i would write each individual negative thought down on its own piece of paper um or if i wrote it down in a journal i would write it down in a journal as well as on a separate sheet of paper but in the journal I would write down next to it, like a way to debunk it basically. Like, why is this a ridiculous thing for me to be afraid of? Why is this a ridiculous negative thought for me to have about myself? And then after I had reasoned with the thought and basically debunked it and gave it, like made it so that it had no value and no power in my life. After I did that, I would take it. It was on its own piece of paper, right? So I would take that little piece of paper. I would crumple it up, rip it up, throw it in some fire, do something that was physically representative of me casting that thought out of the way. So I love the exercises that Omarion is saying to do in this particular chapter of acknowledging those fears. And then the added thing that I could add to my routine, because I actually haven't done this in a while, but I will do it. (laughs) But the added thing that I will put into my routine, thanks to what Omarion is saying, is to understand where the fear is coming from because that's not something i was doing with those exercises well i kind of was but not to the extent that omarion is talking about in this chapter so i would recognize the fears but then i would immediately think of ways to debunk them but i never really took the time to understand why i was feeling that way and fear can be a really powerful way for us to, you know, understand our own weaknesses or our strengths, or understand what we do like and what we don't like, so that's why fear can be so important. It's any emotion, really, any emotion that we have, and this is something that I wish was taught in schools, like how to understand ourselves as human beings. Because I just I feel like that's not a thing that's taught. Uh, it's like we're just supposed to know how to be humans, when really we require. A lot of a lot of education, not just to live in this world and the systems that have been created for us to live within as far as like going to school, getting a job and working and retiring. No, there are really, you have to seek out and pay extra money for classes to learn how to be human. But something that people just don't talk about enough, which is the point I'm getting at, is that emotions are temporary. They are not fact. And I suppose we learned some of this in high school when, you know, things feel so intense, right? And our parents are trying to reason with us. You know, it's not that big a deal. It's not even gonna matter in a few years. But the way that it should be explained is that emotions are temporary and they are not facts. They are merely indicators of something deeper. And to understand your emotions means to understand your triggers. It means to understand things that you should set as boundaries for yourself. It means that understanding your emotions gives you almost like a GPS or like a treasure map of uncovering something, you know? And if we could think of emotions as being a tool to point us in a better direction, then we should develop good a good relationship and good relationships with all of our emotions. I never thought until reading this chapter It's just clicking in my head, like, you know, develop a relationship with fear. No one ever really talks about that. It's, it's like this avoidant thing that we're taught instead of embracing it, at least for me, like no one really, I can't say that I ever really understood how to use fear as a beneficial thing. And for some reason, it's just now clicking to me after reading this chapter in Omarion's book. Use your fear to understand yourself. Use your fear to fuel your fearlessness. Like that to me is like the perfect, he worded it perfectly. Using fear to fuel your fearlessness because without fear, there's no opportunity to practice fearlessness, right? So we have to develop a relationship with fear that becomes beneficial and Flip the negative connotation that comes with fear, flip it into something that's positive because fear can be a positive thing. We just have to learn how it can be a positive and understand ourselves. And in that understanding, we will, it will be all the more beneficial to us. Thank you so much for joining me on this read along today. Make sure you stay tuned for the reading of chapter three. Again, my name is Lexi and this is from the Lexi Quotes page. You can follow me on Instagram at Lexi Quotes, L-E-X-C-Q-U-O-T-E-S or find me on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, searching Lexi Quotes, L-E-X-C-Q-U-O-T-E-S. And if you have any questions or concerns for me, you can email me at LexiQuotes at gmail.com. But thanks so much for joining me on this read-along. Until next time, my name is Lexi, peace.